0: Welcome to the Tight End episode of Week 5, DFS Superflex Owner's Box episode. We are Menly Stuff. I'm Sack Daddy here with Sammy Soda. Sammy, you ready to break down the top five tight ends?
1: Tight ends are where you make your money in DFS lineups. They can make or break you. I've seen a lot of heartbreak. From the tight end position.
0: Yeah, it was essential to have TJ Hawkinson in your lineup last week.
1: Exactly. But it's not always, and that's the thing I struggle with with tight ends, it's not always the highest priced guy. You just got to find that good matchup. Finding the end zone is big for tight ends. They don't go over 100 yards very often. Obviously, Hawk did last week, but you got to find that value in them finding the end zone.
0: Yeah. Uh, tight ends, I so think, you it's have- kind of all about finding the end zone or just getting targets. The guys with the most targets tend to do better. But before we get started, you got any honorable mentions before we head to the top five?
1: Name that I really liked this week that just couldn't crack the list is Gerald Everett. Um, he... He's getting a lot of targets for the Chargers now. I know Parham, they're talking about Parham being back potentially this week, next week, in the near future. So I know that's going to change the outlook on Everett. And I know everyone everyone thinks about that moment. He quit on the goal line when the guy could have scored a touchdown. But he, I mean, he's, he's a target machine. He could find the end zone easily. I like that one. Just couldn't quite crack the top five.
0: Yeah, I just want to bring up. I know this this guy I've I've ragged on forever because I he's like a fantasy killer. But if Jameis Winston is out again this week, look to get Taysom Hill in at least one of your lineups. Just mix him in. I don't know if you watched the game in London last week, but they work him in around the goal line. They get him involved. He he's a he's listed as a tight end, but they put him at running back. They'll put him out at receiver. And he's only 4100 on owner's box. So he's something that you could look into.
1: That pick is disgusting. I'm ready for the top five. Can't stand it, but you might be right. It's worth looking into. It's worth a look. I just hate when he's the guy that ruins all your fancy lineups. Oh, yeah. Always. Super least- annoying. At least they put him at tight end. When he used to be at quarterback and you'd face people, like, in head-to-heads that would would have him in their lineup and he would end up scoring a touchdown, you'd just be so mad.
0: Oh, yeah. At
1: least he's at tight end now. All right. Top five. At number five, a guy that Adam has been in love with all season long. But has just underperformed with an average of six point three fantasy points per week. And he still made our top five. Kyle Pitts, Adam, I'm gonna let you start this one off because I know you've been big on him all year. Yeah, well, this is a guy we got to keep on
0: keep an eye on injury wise. I know we sat out of practice today. We're recording this on Wednesday, but he's only got one red zone target. He's just he's just not getting the looks yet, but he will. He's, he's so due. Sam, he's beyond due. He's only 4,700 on owner's box. He's, he's a guy that you have to get into your, your lineup. I think they're going to be forced to pass the ball. I think they're going to get down early to Tampa, and they're going to be forced to pass the ball, and I think Kyle Pitts is going to be heavily involved in that passing game, so that's why we have him at number five this week.
1: You know, the thing is, too, Arthur Smith... Has always loved his tight ends. If you go back to his days in Tennessee, he has always loved his tight ends. Getting him involved in unique ways. I get the underperformance, but he is gonna find the end zone and you don't wanna miss. you don't wanna miss the week that he goes for a hundred yards and finds the end zone. And this could yep. be the week. This could be it. Alright, at number four. Guy from my very own Cleveland Browns, David, Njoku. Njoku. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Guy's good with names. What are your thoughts on this play? Well,
0: I mean, I like the targets he's been getting. Uh, 10 and 7 in his last two games. So I think, they'll, I think they'll go to him, especially playing the Chargers. I think they might be playing from behind. Like we said, they're not they're not gonna script out Chubb, but I think Njoku could be heavily involved in this game.
1: Absolutely. For for the offense they run. He's gonna be on I just cannot say his last name. I was gonna say it there. I just cannot say it, but Njoku. He's gonna be, he's gonna be on the field a lot. He seems to be getting that chemistry with Jacoby. He's a good play. Unless unless Amari's going to have a a huge week, David N. is going to have a big week. Can't do it. Now you put me on the spot, dude. (laughs) But number three, I'm going to have no problem saying number three's name. At number three, we got Tyler Higby. And I'm just going to start by saying... Stafford doesn't want to throw the ball to anybody but Cup or Higby. So it really doesn't matter. This is just a fantastic play. Yeah,
0: it sure seems that way. I don't know. They talked about how they want to get Allen Robinson more involved. There's some swirling rumors that they're going to bring back OBJ. But for now, Higby and Cup are the dudes. Cup's getting a lot of the red zone targets. Um. Looks like Higby's gotten three through four games, which we don't love for a tight end. But, I mean, he has two games with double-digit targets, which you don't find much with the tight end. So I think Higby's a great play.
1: Do you think part of his value as far as a play goes is the fact that Cup is going to be matched up with um, uh, Diggs most of the game? Mm -hmm. Uh, Diggs is terrible. So no,
0: I think he's a horrible corner. You don't think Diggs, Diggs is burned him, so yeah. much?
1: He'll probably have a pick six on Stafford though, don't you think?
0: Yeah, he'll get a pick six every once in a while, like during the season. But he gets burned so much. I think I think Cup eats.
1: I'm not worried about Diggs at all. Okay, I think he's bad. Well, when we get to our top five receivers, then Cup might just be in there, huh? Yeah, little little teaser. Alright. Number two. So this one, really number one and two, we look we kinda looked at value in the, the situation, game situation they were in. And while oh, they put a little ice by his name. That's because he got zero fantasy points last game. Alright. Yeah, Adam. three targets, no catches. You have to explain why we like this play to the people.
0: Yeah. Zero fantasy well,
1: points. Give them a reason to like it.
0: Yeah, Dalton Schultz, I mean, he just came back from injury. He was playing with Cooper Rush. He hasn't really played with Cooper Rush. I think they're going to work to get him in mo- even more involved this week. And CeeDee Lamb is going to be matched up against Jalen Ramsey. There's a good chance that he gets, he gets just absolutely clamped and they're going to have to look to someone else. You know, Gallup's back, but I think Dalton Schultz might be the guy that they look to rather than trying to get Gallup. So Dalton Schultz at only 4,500, you know, that's the same price as like Conklin. He's just, he's only a hundred more than Irv Smith. I think Dalton Schultz could be a great play this week.
1: Couldn't agree more. You just, you can't, you got to take out last week. You cannot factor last week into the equation. He's coming back from injury. Gallup's coming back from injury. They were up most of the game. This game could be vice versa. They could be playing a little bit behind. It could even turn into a little bit of shootout. For the value and the amount of people that probably aren't going to play him until they see what he can do off injury, love this play. Yeah, that's the thing. Someone's got to do it. People
0: are going to be heavy on Hawkinson with the big week he had last week. Maybe even like Will Disley because he scored a touchdown. They'll be looking at players that did well last week. You just got to throw the dart at Dalton Schultz and hope it hits. And
1: for 4,200, one touchdown, six catches, he's got it. It'll pay off. But number one, this was not a guy I had on my original list. But after talking to Sack Daddy more about this, this is a no-brainer, number one tight end play. This week. And it's Zach Ertz. Absolutely love this play by you, Adam. You moved him up to my number one real quick. Just no questions to ask on this one.
0: Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure he leads the tight end position in targets in the red zone. If I'm not mistaken. So, that already makes him a great play. Just like we said with Schultz. Marquise Brown is going to be going up against Darius Slay. Darius Slay has been clamping receivers all season, so I think that they're going to look to Zach Ertz, and I, and another guy that's had double digit targets in two weeks. And what is what is he priced at? Forty five hundred.
1: I think it was uh, forty seven, forty
0: nine, forty nine. Oh, okay, so forty nine hundred for a guy that's gonna that could possibly see double digit targets, and I assume will. This is this is a guy that you're going to want to have in quite a few lineups.
1: And like you said, the, the thing that quickly, he wasn't on my original list, but as soon as we started talking about it, and actually you start thinking about the game, Hollywood Brown is going to get targets, but Terry Slay has been by far the best cornerback in the NFL this year, and he has been following the number one around all games. So... After you kind of talked that through with me, this is a no-brainer. Especially when you look at the fact that you know Rondell Moore, AJ Green—they're still battling injuries. Uh, not sure what you're always going to get out of Greg Dorch. And then I think they just cut their fifth receiver, so they're pretty beat up at the receiver and obviously going to rely on Ertz a lot. So no-brainer number one play by you here. Yes, sir. Zach Ertz. Get him into your lineup. And there you have it, folks. Those are your top five tight ends. Zach Daddy, do you remember them good enough to repeat them, five through one, for the listeners? Oh uh, No, you got the list over there. You go ahead. <laughs> All right. At five, we had Kyle Pitts, four. Adam, can you help me out with number four? David Njoku. Thank you. Three, Tyler Higby. Two, Dalton Schultz. And one, Zach Ertz. That is your top five tight ends for the week. Find your value there. Go make some money.
0: So yes, This is over on Owner's Box, and you can you can log in. If you haven't joined Owner's Box yet, use the link down in the description. Use code MENLYSTUFF when you sign up. That is the best way to play DFS. No kickers. No defense. Just offense. Just scoring. You can squeeze Zach Ertz and Kyle Pitts into your lineup. It's as good as it gets. Let's go. Stay manly, everybody.